it was a lot because my emotions are a lot. Yes, and that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. Fuck you, bitch. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up? Welcome. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Gentle Bullying. Timmy, 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 I have a question. What? What's gentle bullying? Gentle bullying is writing a letter and saying, Dear Darla, I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. You're scum between my toes. But still signing it, love alfalfa. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's spot on. You never wrote the letter. I know, but I still love that that's what it said. You're scum between my toes. Love alfalfa. Hey, Landon. Hey. How was your week? What's your high-low from the week? Sorry. Um, High-low. High of the week? Well, I, yesterday, started therapy. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I, I had my intake appointment. It was a lot, because my emotions are a lot. Yes, and that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. Fuck you, bitch. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue. That was rude of me. No, no. Yeah, but that was probably the best thing. Was I started that process. Um, low, got a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, I got braces on Wednesday, which as of today probably isn't as much of a low. On Wednesday, it was a low. Yeah, I mean adult braces. Yeah, they're not flattering. Not the braces are flattering, but... Yeah, it doesn't matter when you get them. Yeah, but whenever it's a 12-year-old thing to do, and you do it when you're 26, you feel like you're 12. Yeah. I like doing that just with my personality. Not <laughs> <laughs> I like to do it with things I can hide from people. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. So someone sorry. walks up to me and says, hey, you're acting 12. I say, so are you. And I run away. Just lick your finger and give them what Willie had run. Ew. <laughs> what Willies are weird. Who started that? Um. So there's this guy called One-Eyed Willie. And we're Goonies and we never say die. <laughs> never say die. Goonies is one of my favorite movies. It's a good movie. Whenever people tell me that they haven't seen it, I get genuinely sad. Pop quiz. What was the one kid's mom's favorite part of the statue? The penis. The penis! Of course. And they looted on upside down. <laughs> like, they presumably have one of those each. Yeah. You should know how it goes. Yeah, hopefully only one each. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Um, Timmy, what were your highs and lows of the week? Well... My high, it was Valentine's Day on Monday. It was. I love Valentine's Day, even as a single person. That's how it's sad. <laughs> I just like it because people put a little bit more effort in being sweet to people. I think that's cute. Yeah. Valentine's Day is cute. It's so funny because there's this girl in one of my classes and she's like, you know, one of those. She's like, I hate Valentine's Day. You don't need an excuse to show love, blah, 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 blah. It's it's nice to have an excuse. Fuck you yeah. if you say you don't need an excuse. You don't. It's nice to have one, though. Yeah, let like, people it's, live. It's like happy birthday. Like, hey, I'm going to make you feel special today. I hope I do that most days, but it's nice to have a very intentional time to do it. Extra special with a cherry on top. It's like being like, hey, every other Friday's date night. Intentional. So that what? yeah, like that's... But I love Valentine's Day. Apparently that was a trigger for me. <laughs> I'm all up in arms. So sorry. No. I just had a great day. I looked really cute and so I felt really I mean, cute. You always look really cute. Thank you. I don't think that's true. Oh, it's not. I know. <laughs> um, I'm very, very well aware. Right now I'm wearing cow socks. 
Yeah, they're cow, they're cow oh, fruit. Oh, those are dope. Aren't they awesome? Kaya got them for me for Christmas. Classic Kaya. Classic Kaya. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. I made it. Honey, your soul is sunshine. Isn't it cute? I saw it. I saw that quote somewhere and I was like, I need that on a shirt. And so I made it. <laughs> on a shirt. Yeah. Said for my, um, my low. I've just, I've been really anxious this week. Don't know why. Don't know what about. But anxiety. Coursing through my veins. Unsure. Probably nervous about how many listeners we have at this point. You know, I don't think about that until I listen to it after it's posted. And I'm like, wow, I really said that a man told me that I had a beautiful vagina. No, and he, I shared he that. he thought you did. He didn't That's know. That's true. He didn't know. He never found out. <laughs> In case you're keeping up with Timmy's love life, this is our check-in. Still not seeing that guy. No, still But you saw the guy no. at the liquor store. I saw him because I went to the liquor store. Yeah. But I... Did not speak to him. Noted. Made eye contact. Don't know if he recognized me because he didn't speak to me either. I just head down, bought what I needed, left, made sure, intentionally went to a different checkout. Smart. Because I didn't need to have that conversation. If there was even a conversation to be had, I just dipped. Yeah. That's a good like, call. Buy my things and leave. I love you. Bye, bitch. Yep. That was it. Not even love you. Bye. It was K. Bye, bitch. Ooh. Deuces and I'm out. You accidentally ghosted him, right? Yeah. (laughs) That one wasn't an accident. Unless, was it? I thought that was. I don't remember, to be completely honest. I've accidentally ghosted a few too many people. Just because I get busy and then I forget and then I'm like, oops, my bad. That's what happened to me when I moved out of my hometown. (laughs) I ghosted everyone I loved and cared about. So Landon, I'm very excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. What are we going to talk about today, Timmy? We're going to talk about comedy, comedians, laughing, lots of funny ha-has today. (laughs) I didn't like that. (laughs) It wasn't for you. Okay. It's for the audience. You know who you are. Gross. What? No. I didn't like that either. That's not what it was for. The secret message to someone. You may not know who, but you know who you are. It's Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it's Ben. Of course it's Ben. Has Ben confessed his feelings for you yet? He hasn't listened to the episode yet. It just dropped yesterday. I know. He hasn't listened to it yet. Or at least he didn't last night when I saw him. That's okay. I guess it's forgivable. Yeah. Or he just doesn't want to be the high of my week yet. That's fine. (laughs) He doesn't know that that's what he needs to aim for yet. Not having listened to the episode. I'm sure he'll come around. Don't worry about it. Okay. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) You're welcome proud of you (laughs) but the funny ha-has i want to get into it i'm very excited i know i am and you are into comedies comedians all of the above yeah laughing we love laughing i guess i'm kind of quirky that way (laughs) i'm just so different um i'm just like so random (laughs) you're my favorite comedian (laughs) (laughs) tina fey I'm just kidding. I love you, Tina. Tina for life. <laughs> Nothing against you, Tina. Um, Everything against your fans. <laughs> Everything against them. God. <laughs> All right. When was the first time you remember being introduced to comedy or like just co- a comedian, like a stand up? I'm sure Timmy, growing up in the church, you know who I'm talking about. Tim Hawking. Yeah. I've seen him live. He's actually wonderful. Uh, he's a very funny guy. Yeah. There's a lot of good parodies. Yes. Um, Very good guy. I'm sure very funny guy. He has a lot of like 
parodies that he'll do over like the plain white tees, Hey There Delilah. Yes. He does a Hey There Delilah from the point of view of Samson from the Bible, yep. i.e. Samson and Delilah. Mm-hmm. Um, very funny. I'm still, I'm resisting singing it right now. <laughs> I know that's not what anyone wants except for you, mom. And that's who it was for. It was for my mom. <laughs> she doesn't know this podcast exists. And hopefully she never will. Yeah. That was like your first one. That was probably my first one. Okay. Like the first one that stuck. That's fair. Yeah. There was there was one other who was in the church. And he's like a 90s guy. Um, I only remember one thing. He has a song about ADHD. And the chorus goes, It's not my fault. The world's not keeping up with me. Oh, I wonder who that is. I, I don't know. Mark Lowry. Oh, great. Yep. Mark Lowry. Wow. That was um, big brain energy to yep. just drop that right then. I'm just going to look that up, make sure I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're wrong. Okay. I see the word ministries, so that's good. I love how in the church, anything that you liked, they were like, we can turn it into a ministry for you. <laughs> right? That's so weird. It's and I was like, like why that's... can't I just like things and like enjoy them for myself? And like for him, I'm sure he probably loved it because he profited off of it to a certain, like, I'm sure he made he money. He did. He sold like DVDs and stuff. Yeah, like for sure. But also like at a certain point, I'm just like, God, just let me enjoy things. And also he did not. He definitely sold VHSs because it was like the 90s. Oh, I love that. Do you I... still have any VHSs? Yeah, I have um, the box set of the original trilogy of Star Wars. I think from, we have those too. from my childhood, and the box set is just the two halves of Saving Private Ryan. I thought you were going to say the Titanic because they are two halves as well. Yeah, it's a long ass movie. I've never seen that. Yeah, I think my parents have most of them. I don't have a VCR. I have all of the Land Before Times on VHS. So, <laughs> sitting in my class entitled "Intro to Dinosaurs," <gasps> I want to be in that class. It's a lot. I want to be in that class. A lot class. of memorization. I want to be in that class so bad. I can it's... say a dinosaur for every letter of the alphabet. Oh. I think so. I used to be able to. What about W? Oh, God. I have to do them in order. Oh, shit. I didn't. I thought this was like a party trick. No, I wish I could do that. I also haven't done it in a while, but. Uh... We got Alabama. <laughs> Alaska. A patasaurus. There's a patasaurus. Mm-hmm. Brachiosaur. Mm-hmm. Cliffosaur. Dodonicus. What do we want? E? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Igor. No, it's an I. <laughs> we don't have to go through the whole we four. We're so good. Um, I'll relearn it. Please. Okay. Anyway, and so we're talking. Oh, she's talking. She's lecturing. She's like, yeah, like they like made these like kind of shadowy paintings of dinosaurs kind of in the background because they don't know what these looked like. And there's this kid who sits behind me who's like, he raises his hand. She's like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, I remember in Land Before Time, Hell there, yeah. there were like some really spooky looking dinosaurs. And she's like, yep. And then she just goes on. I love that for him. I love that he's living his childhood truth. Because that would be me. I'd be like, which dinosaur are you? I'm Sarah. So Lexi, um, Lexi and I discussed before I even signed up for this class, before I knew it was an option. But she's like, you need a thing when you're a teacher. You know, yeah, you do. You need a thing. Yeah. She's like, you should do dinosaurs. I would love that. And I will help you come up with so many dinosaur things for your classroom. And so I look at her and I'm like, yeah, that's one, that sounds dope. Two, I don't want to know anything about dinosaurs. 
<laughs> That's you should. I want to be the dinosaur guy. Be like, oh yeah, she likes the long neck. Yes. You're like, what's your favorite dinosaur? Uh, probably Petrie. I have a dinosaur pinata that sits <laughs> at, <laughs> at, you, at you don't work. Keep those. <laughs> At work. I, it's a mini one. It's okay. small and it sits in my windowsill at work. And the other day somebody walked in and they looked at me and they looked past me and they went, is that a dinosaur? <laughs> and I went, yes, it is. And it was the end of our conversation. They were like, cool. And then left. And I was like, I love that this is the mark I'm leaving. <laughs> is that somebody can just walk in and be like, a dinosaur. A dinosaur. <laughs> Man, those comedians though. <laughs> Way to bring it back. Thank you. So your first comedian. Mark Lowry, but really Tim Hawking. Well, the other way around. Tim, Tim Hawking, but really yep. Mark Lowry. Yours was very Christian. Uh-huh. Which, you know. Imagine that. The upbringing. Um, <laughs> I remember, my first thing I remember, my whole family is very into comedians. So like, I'm sure I probably saw many comedians before like what I'm remembering. But my first two that I remember... Are, I remember Abbott and Costello's Who's on First. Shit, okay. Which on, it makes me sound so much cooler than I am. Like that that's my first like comedian memory. But it's such a good like bit and it's so well done that I'm like, all right, I'll take that. But then it's followed closely by a second, which is Jeff Foxworthy because my family is full of rednecks. Yep. Here's your sign. Jeff Foxworthy had for a while effectively in America's Funniest Home Videos. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? I think I think I know what you're um, talking about, yeah. But it was like every week he gave away like three thousand dollars to the winner and it was just redneck and people wrecking their shit. Yes. And so every week the, the winner got the here's your sign award. Yeah, yeah. My whole family loved the they're like they had like a group of like rednecks that did comedy together. It was like the blue collar or something or others. Blue collar comedy tour, I think is what they did. Of course. And it was like Jeff Foxworthy and Bill Ingvall and Larry the Cable Guy and another guy. Sorry to him. I don't remember his name. Um, Probably not important. Well, I guess not. He didn't leave a lasting impact on me. So, but yeah, my family's full of rednecks. So there was that. But then there was also the class of Abbott and Costello. So I feel like I'm balanced very well. That's very balanced. <laughs> From redneck to classical comedy. Yes. And that's where I'd like to be in my life. <laughs> Tell me about that, Timmy. Somewhere in between. Just somewhere in between. Yeah, you okay. know. You got like, I just, I want to, I want to know the finer thing. Can you thing. show me? <laughs> just bring Tarzan. Phil Collins didn't need to go that hard. And he really did. He did that for us. He did. And honestly, it's one of, it's one of Disney's best soundtracks i think oh yeah right next to hercules hercules has a fantastic soundtrack i wanted to be the muses so bad well the real crime of that movie is that they portrayed zeus and hera in a loving relationship we don't have to get into that <laughs> sorry there's a lot of Greek that's mythology. not funny ha-has there's a lot of Greek mythology that sets me up <laughs> okay well i'm sorry i took it there i was just really jazzed about zero to hero <laughs> yeah no that's about it's such a good song but uh what are other I guess, comedy memories. Probably my next comedy memory is me, because I'm funny as hell. <laughs> See? <laughs> no, uh, my dad would always repeat bits that he remembered from when he was younger. He does a really good Mr. Robinson. Cool. Do you know Mr. Robinson? I do. You do? Yeah. I mean, the name is familiar, and I'm sure that like if you started a thing, I'd be like, oh, for sure, I know what that is. It's but a beautiful if, day in the neighborhood. Yeah. That's Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Wouldn't you be? Couldn't you be? Want to be my neighbor? Hello, boarding girls. 
It's Eddie Murphy on SNL doing not Mr. Rogers, but Mr. Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. And um, kids, today's uh, day of the word is ransom. And to use it in a sentence, today I was at the park and I ran some lady's dog off and <laughs> I took it and now she owes me $20 to get it back. <laughs> it's really damn funny. It's, yeah. And it was really hard for me to find that online because my dad would do it. And it's a little, he's just doing an impersonation, but it's like borderline because it's of a black man. Yeah. And I don't know where to draw that line. Yeah. Because really, it's, anyway, don't need to get into that. And <laughs> <laughs> we lost all our listeners today. And Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, but no, so I, I tried to find it to be like, is he even doing this well? And then like years later, like three years ago. Mm-hmm. And he did this like when I was growing up, like three years ago, I finally found like a bootleg version of it. And yeah, he fucking killed it. You know, there's like groupings of comedians who like got popular together. Does that make sense? Yeah. What do you, what do you. So like when I think Eddie Murphy, I also think Jim Carrey. Yeah. That's because they were like big. That's because of SNL. Yes. Which also SNL. Fantastic. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I'm Recently not... it's like. I'm not one to sit down and like watch the whole show because it's a lot sometimes, but like I will look up, especially if it's a host that I was like very stoked about. I sat down and watched John Delaney. I, yeah, he's doing another one soon. Thank God. It's like his, he's his fourth, I think. Yeah. His like fourth return. He at least has three. Mm-hmm. But like anytime he's on, I watched, I just recently went back and watched one that, um, it was Ryan Gosling. It was so funny. Damn. And I didn't think it was going to be as funny as it was. <laughs> because like, you know, why are you going to be funny when you're also that hot? Yeah. You don't deserve it. But he's very funny. So Justin Timberlake. Oh, he's so funny and talented. I'm mad. The <laughs> <laughs> the episode where he did his fifth time. Mm-hmm. Uh, his monologue was him joining the Five Timers Club. But yeah, so he's welcomed into like this exclusive club, and it's funny to like go onto a set that like is a lounge, and Steve Martin brings him in, and then there's Chevy Chase in there, mm-hmm. and Martin Short is behind the the bar, and he's like, "I didn't know you did five times." And he's like, "No, I'm just the bartender here." <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I'm with the Three Amigos, which was fun. But then my favorite skit that I've ever seen on SNL is Justin Timberlake and the crew coming over like their ancestors coming over to the new land right to the new world Mm -hmm. and they're like i wonder what my great 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 grandchildren will do what they'll be like and like talking about and stuff and then justin timberlake's character is like i bet my great 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 grandson will one day bring sexy back (laughs) like bring it back where's it been well it was gone and he'll bring it back and, and he it's, did. It's so funny. He funny. accomplished that. But I feel like Jim Carrey really hit peak at one point. And like, he's just, he's only, I mean, he's still going up. I think he's fantastic. Well, because he, he slid yeah. down pretty far. And so the fact that he's back up on the uprise is really exciting. Yeah. He's so fantastic though. Like he's done so many things that like, if when they're trying to like redo them, like they redid the Grinch and they did it as like a cartoon with uh Benedict Patch. Yeah, Benedict Bumberbatch. Um, he was the voice, and I didn't want to see it. 
because I because was like, we had the perfect Grinch. Be- yes, and I was like, why are we redoing it? And I did see it, and it was it was cute, and they had a different take, and that was nice. Yes, and so it was like, okay. Since but, they didn't try to compare with Jim Carrey, it was fine. Yeah, and they they did it so differently, like by making it a cartoon and by having the storyline be so different. Yeah, wildly so. That I was like, all right. I'm not as mad, but there's some things that like but some, I'm t- but also don't try to take that away from him because <laughs> yeah. I'm still going to rewatch it every single year because he's the funniest man and he just does it so well. Um, I, um, allegedly. Good. I love the story already. <laughs> oh no, it's not that <laughs> um, allegedly, um, whenever they're doing the, like, um, he's trying to get Max to, to take on the role of Rudolph mm-hmm. um, and he knocks off his nose. And he goes, brilliant! You uh, take off your own nose, like, capitalism, Christmas, whatever. Mm-hmm. Apparently that was entirely improv. Yeah. yeah. I love improv. I? Mm, still comedy. Still relevant to the topic. Great. I was in an improv group. Were you really? Yes. So there's this international competition called Destination Imagination for students. Sounds like something that Disney puts on. That's fair. Um, D.I. for short. And, that uh, sounds like a disease. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> but there's all sorts of things. There's just like a theater uh, category or there's like structure where you have to like make this thing out of balsa wood. It can only weigh so much, but also it's so high, it's so tall and it has to hold weight as much as possible. While other people are also putting on a skit. There's, there's always like some skit element to it. Mm-hmm. But my group was improv. And my freshman year... My brother and I teamed up with three of his friends. I think there were five of us total. And we won at regionals. We okay. won at state. And then we went on to Worlds, which it just skips nationals. We go on to Worlds, um, Globals, Globals. And you have two things. You have your main challenge, which is what I described earlier. And then it's called your instant challenge. You know nothing about it going up ahead of time. And then you just do this. You have like a time limit. You have to do it like... You know, create this or or whatever. So we did our skit first, and we got the highest score. Cool. The highest score Way out worlds, and then we absolutely bombed the instant <laughs> challenge because there was so much fighting within our group. Oh no! Please tell it me was... that you guys had a really cool name. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and tell me right now. We wore the Al Gore rhythms. Oh no! Rhythms spelled R. H-Y-T-M-S. No. Yep. We were the Al Gore Rhythms. Are you happy you asked? No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. I think the year before, Nathan's group, my brother, Nathan's group was the Home Dog Slice Fries. That's cool. Actually, I really like that. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Jimmy. (laughs) I really like that, though. Uh, When I was in middle school, in 7th and 8th grade, I did drama gross i really liked it yeah because i love a musical um we put on musicals but we also did a lot of improv and they would give us like different improv games to play yeah oh god i love an improv game i just i feel like that keeps your wit really sharp and i would love to continue doing improv improv is so fun because of the yes and element yeah like and yes (laughs) which is yes and thank you um yeah the yes and factor the thing is, you get so much information out of the beginning. Like that, t- typically with, with, with improv things, with, with our group and with who I'm about to talk about, 
you get all the information at the beginning. And with us, we had like five minutes to plan or like three minutes to plan a five minute skit. Mm -hmm. And so you really have to trust everyone else to be on the same page. Um, and I remember at state, like we still reference this now and that was in 2011. Um, wow. yeah, it was over a decade ago. Um, at our state competition, we were doing something about Thor. It was a mythology year. We were doing something about Thor. And then our buddy Taylor, he's like, let me start this. We're like, yeah, sure. Whatever, man, you go, you go, you. And we were intentional to like, try to go outside the box. So we went into like the crowd and up the aisles. And so not just on the stage. Um, and so me and one other guy were on the stage. We are the, the, the Nords, the, the Norse people. The, um, and then down comes Taylor down the aisle. They said, ready, go. And he goes, we are the Vikings. We bike and bike and bike with our leader, <laughs> Thor. We will steal Iceland. <laughs> and it was just the most, we're all like, what the fuck is happening right now? We loved it. And so like the energy that, that you have to be able to match in improv. So the two guys I want to talk about. Um, Middleditch and Schwartz. Middleditch, I believe, or Schwartz, but I think it's Middleditch, is John Ralphio. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, and so they have a special on Netflix. It's like five or six episodes of improv. They do improv shows, the two of them. They went on tour and did that. And so the first 10 minutes or so is just talking to the audience, getting as much information as they possibly can, and then, like, you know, joking around there. And then they do, like, a 40-minute skit based off of that. Oh, amazing. And then, like, I only watched one because you have to be in the right mood for it, right? Yeah. Um, But it was like, they all of a sudden were going a really weird direction with it. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's, like, 30 minutes into their 40-minute skit, and then it clicks. It's like, holy shit. No, they said that one time when they were gathering information. It was, like, about an alien or something. Just out of nowhere. It's like, what do you do? Do you, like, look at aliens for a living? And, like, it was a passing joke. But then they made that a part of it. And it was so... I don't know, man. Um, I'm so impressed. Another. I'm so impressed with the minds of people who can do improv and do it so well. So well. So also... So people who kind of improv things a little bit. There is also on Netflix... God, I like this man so much and I really don't want to... I'm trying to say his name so correctly. Hassan Minaj. He is so funny. He has a uh, special. I don't even know if it's a special. It's like a show because it has multiple episodes and I think seasons. Uh, but it's called Patriot Act on Netflix. And it is the perfect intersection between comedy and like news. It is a talk show. Yep. Yeah, it has six volumes, and each volume is like a season. Yeah, and he talks, he goes through just like big ticket things that are, I mean, conversation topics that people should be talking about. Some of them people aren't talking about, some of them people are. And he goes through it, and he does it, one, very funny. He keeps it very light, but it's so informational that I'm like, wow, I feel like I learned a thing. But he is just so well-versed in how to have these conversations, and then he also talks with his audience and is still funny with them. That's so challenging because you don't know the energy that they're going to bring to the conversation. Yeah. And it's really hard to, because like, yeah, like I was saying, a big part of improvising, like you have to be able to, to keep it funny. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to match them. Yeah. If you outdo them, it's just like either you're a dick 
or I've lost interest. Yeah. You just, you make yourself look like a douchebag. Yeah. But if you're like, you're chatting with them and you make them feel welcome in the conversation, Mm -hmm. but you're still keeping it very funny. I'm a fan and I'm a fan of his because he's so hysterical. Yeah, and that's that's really interesting because we've we, they go from things from like Abbott and Costello, like they have the videos on like them doing the funny bits, mm-hmm. and and then yeah, you have it progresses to like Mark Lowry who would like sell the the videos of his he did like music videos like that song I sang. There's a music video for it. Oh God, amazing! Was it like a Nickelback video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was '90s. Yeah, oh, very so good. '90s. Um, probably worth the watch now that I think about it. We're gonna do that later. <laughs> And then, and then you get into stuff like just modern stand-up mm-hmm. comics, but then you get to weird stuff like Mildred and Schwartz and Hassan Minaj, who go crazy out of the box. Like, it's crazy to have some, two people touring to do improv. Mm-hmm. No one wants to go see an improv group. If you say, hey, I'm in an improv group, you want to come watch? The answer is no, nine times out of ten. I might be the one. Great. Here they, here's the thing. I'm either going to get a laugh because they were funny or I'm going to get a laugh because they weren't. I'll go with you for that reason. Yeah. But, but like, it's a sarcastic one. Yeah. You know, it's like out of oh, the, yeah. it's irony. Yeah. Um, And those guys, no, they're legitimately funny and like so clever and creative. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, like Hassan does a multi-season mm-hmm. stand-up interactive comedy thing. Yeah. Like the level of humor... And the way Comedians Act has changed so drastically. Yeah. That's insane to me. Yeah. And, like, that really opens up doors. Because, you know, you, th- you think about if you, if anyone was like, I could be a comedian. You're like, okay, I'll go to some open, night, open mic nights mm-hmm. and see if I can, like, blow up on the internet. Right? Yeah. Like, see if I can post on TikTok and I'm going to get 100,000 likes. I found a... Couple very funny people from TikTok. Same. Yeah. And it's not a bad method at all. No, of course not. But then there are people who just make their own thing. Mm-hmm. And that's more of a commentary on the world and how exciting society is. Also awful, but exciting. Because, yeah, like there's no box anyone has to fit in. Mm-hmm. Because like with comedians, funny is funny. I like that you've taken it to creating your own box because I did want to talk about this because I want to bring up... Uh, Lucy. Lucille Ball. Oh my god. Because like she was one of the first, if not the first. That's fair. Female who was known as a comedian. That's fair. And yeah. she's so good at just one lighthearted being funny and physical comedy. Yeah. Her physical comedy is like unmatched. Yeah, because whenever you think of like physical comedy, you think Three Stooges. It's cheesy and just well and i think lucy lucy keeps it kind of cheesy but it's in the best way it is like like three stooges and and that style is just cheesy and you're like haha (laughs) good gag and yes it's a gag with lucy like yeah stomping grapes and the chocolate conveyor bail but like yeah it's not slapstick Mm -hmm. physical comedy which is yeah wildly different she has this like ability to be awkward same (laughs) <laughs> me too but also so lighthearted about it in the same breath and it's amazing and i love her mm. and she's she won like created that space for herself and then other female comics yeah who is the the lady with the show that was like it was a skit comedy show carol burnett 
Yes, thank you. Yep. She was also the first woman to wear pants on television. No. Yes. They almost did not run her show because she wore pants. Good for them. On television. Good for them. (laughs) For not doing that. Or for her for doing it. Uh Uh-huh. That's what I meant. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being misogynistic in the slightest. Of course not. I would never. You would never. Yeah, I love her. Her show was also very funny and lighthearted and trailblazing. Because she also produced her own show. Yeah, she... Lucy did after a while, but she did not start as a producer. Carol started, I think, as the producer of her own show. Was Lucille before Carol? Yes, I believe so. Because Lucy also... She didn't wear pants. (laughs) She wore dresses. So? I... I mean, she could have done that she did, after. She did later, but I think that because she start she started first. She started in just dresses, and then made that transition after Carol broke new ground. Gotcha. That's crazy. They broke ground for each other. Mm-hmm. Smashing glass ceilings. Let's talk more about women's rights in this comedy show. Let's talk about women comics because women are funny. Ah. All right, bitch. Let's go. Women comics. Lucy made a space. Carol continued that. There's a lot in between, like, then and now that deserve everything that they earned. I think that a lot of people didn't give them the credit for. But they're out there and they're shattering glass ceilings. Like, um, a lot of people like to give, like, Joan Rivers a lot of shit. And Roseanne. Roseanne, she did a lot of stuff recently that we don't exactly agree with. Her show, hysterical. I actually never saw Roseanne. I loved Roseanne. The original, not like the remake that they just did, but the original was so funny. It had John Goodman in it, who is another so f- super funny person. Yeah. I, I love him. I want him to be my dad. If I could pick a fake dad, John Goodman. But... Sorry, we went to we went to John real quick. I want to go back to the ladies. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you know, Roseanne, Whoopi made a big name for herself. Oh yeah, totally. You know, like Kathy Griffin, she got kicked off of TV stations, like she got fired, but she's speaking about things that she thinks needs to be spot spoken about. Respect, respect, and she's like making a space. But I want to talk about some of my favorite ladies in the comedy space because i have a few and i think that they're wonderful we don't talk about them enough and you know there's the ogs there's tina there's amy you know bitches get stuff done they're known so well through snl right but then like on their own and together and individually they're they're dynamic duo to say the least yeah like i i love that energy that they have together. Yeah. But then I love the fact that they can carry it separately. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fantastic. My favorite thing on the, a meme that I've seen circ- circulating around mm-hmm. is um, guys will be like, yeah, women aren't funny. And then talk about their favorite Office episode. Mm-hmm. And it's always one written by Mindy Colling. Kaling. Yes. Colling? Kaling. Kaling. Nailed it. Yeah, because she's also so funny and doesn't get a ton of recognition for how actually hysterical she is. Yeah, no, absolutely. I could talk forever about Eliza Schlesinger. That was a big name. Who's that? She is a female comedian. She has multiple specials. They're all on Netflix. Um, 
And she's so funny. And it's wonderful, too, because through her specials, you can see her grow as a person and as a comic and in her viewpoints. Because there are, like, old, old specials that are, like, some of the first ones where, like, she's poking fun at being a woman and kind of other women. But then, like, in one of her more recent ones, she's like, so what we're not going to do anymore is call other women whores. And I was like, cool. I never did, but that's fine. I just like to call people bitches. But bitches is gender neutral. It is. And I'll tell you, I... (laughs) I love how excited you got about this. (laughs) Well, a couple things. Um, I'll I'll tell that story in a second. Mm -hmm. But um, we were watching the Olympics. Yeah. And Lexi got really excited about how skiers, women and men were doing the same run um, for downhill and... A man's time was like slower than women's, mm-hmm. and like she's like, "Yeah, go Olympic bitches!" And it's like, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you're doing what you think you're doing. I love it. Yeah, it was great. But then I got to teach someone mm-hmm. that bitches is a gender gender neutral term. Yeah, like I was I was being snarky and whatever, um, in in class to this girl. And I was like, apparently I'm just going to be a bitch to you today. I'm so sorry. And she looks at me. Did you just say you're a bitch? I'm like, yeah. She's like, would have done with a different word, but okay. I'm like, why? I was being a bitch. She's like, I would have said like dick or something. I was like, nah, way different. Yeah, they Two have. very different energies. Yes. Let me tell you, I was being a bitch. You know what? I think that a lot of names like that, like being a bitch and stuff or being a dick, I think that they are gender neutral. Yeah. And there are some terms that are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. But bitch and dick are not. No, those are different Dick energies. and asshole. By the way, this is an explicit <laughs> explicit content in this episode only. Um, oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, yeah, like dick and asshole. Asshole is probably a little bit more extreme, mm-hmm. but both can be both, I think. Well, and also, like, I, when I hear, like, oh, God, you're being such an asshole, I think of it in terms of, like, you're being a little annoying, but it's all in good fun. Oh, I, because, like, I don't. Re- oh, really? Yeah, well, no. So, and I, I think it's also dependent on tone. Oh, well, yeah. Because, like, some everything. people, you can be, like, you could be a real asshole or, like, God, you're being such an asshole. And, like, the second, totally love it. I will vibe with that energy. This episode of Gentle Bullying is brought to you by ADHD and viewers like you. It's not my fault. The world's not keeping up with me. I I know we've gotten far off the topic of female comedians, but you're here and you're funny. So it's like. Thank you so much. And you're one of the people talking. So it's like we're never really off of the topic of female comedians. Except That's for last true. week when nothing was funny. Or two weeks ago. Yeah, the last last thought, episode. The last yeah. episode. We still laughed a lot. Just at her own pain. <laughs> yep. Because you know You gotta have something to laugh at. If you don't laugh, you cry. We also did that too. Yep. So do you want to talk about John Mulaney now? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, please. <laughs> Absolutely. When was the first time like what was the first like time you like heard saw John Mulaney. I think I was with Ben, naturally. Of course. So Ben and Rose and Lexi, and Ben and Rose were like, "Hey, have you guys heard of John Mulaney?" 
Like, no. Here's John Mulaney. And I fell in love. Do you know what special it was? It was new in town. That was my first one, too. I watched it with my friend William, and we absolutely died laughing. And we're like, oh, we have to find everything else that this man has done. And so we, yeah. we did. And I've been a faithful follower ever since. So here's my question. Um, we don't need to get into details, really. Mm-hmm. But what is your favorite John Mulaney joke story? Oh, I have mine. Are you ready? Same time. No. <laughs> no, I want to fully appreciate yours. No, no, no. The Oh, God. I think it's the same one, though. I feel like it's not. Okay, go ahead. One black coffee. Same motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, anything in Comeback Kid is my favorite. Comeback Kid was a great special. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite? Yeah. That's my wife. <laughs> that joke makes me sad now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just because he got divorced from his from his wife. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, that's the funniest shit when it's like, Wow, saying my wife sounds so official. Be like, that's my wife. I didn't kill my wife. Like, ooh, look at him. I, <laughs> I bet he, he did, did kill, kill his, his wife. wife. It's so funny. <laughs> I like, I love the way he talks. It's so unique. And it's so. Like his tone and his cadence. Yeah, that's that's a, a good. Yeah, his cadence is very unique. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, I love everything. I want him to be my Siri in my Google Home. Oh my god, that would be amazing. He might be high on the list on if you could have dinner with one celebrity. He might be up there for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of that. <laughs> like, I thought of like my table of people and I added John Mulaney to it. <laughs> and you're like, ah, yes, Susan B. Anthony, how are you? <laughs> Dolly Parton, John ah! Mulaney. <laughs> I, I bet they would get along great. I would love, I would love to hear it. Because Dolly is also very funny. She's not a comedian and she's not like in comedy, but she rocks an interview and is so funny. She tells this uh, story at one point. Somebody was like, oh, what's your morning routine? And she goes, oh, well, normally I get up and I find my clothes and then I go home. Uh, <laughs> Because she's she said nobody's gonna make a joke about me that I haven't already made. Love that, and I love that energy. And I think that if Dolly wanted to be a comedian, she sure shit could. Well, she is in my heart. In your heart of hearts. In my heart of hearts. And all these bitches just breaking through the glass ceiling. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. It's like a praise. You heard it here first, people. I can say that. <laughs> You can't say that. Way to go. <laughs> but, Look at uh, me breaking through glass ceilings. Nope. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> because you're a white man. <laughs> what? The glass ceiling? No. <laughs> I was like, do we need to talk about it, Landon? <laughs> I know. I explained a joke. I'm stupid. I was responding to, you're a white man. I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry to have to tell you. Damn it, Timmy. <laughs> We're so far into the joke that I didn't catch the joke within a joke. Ah. <laughs> Sorry. It was in reference to the last thing you said. I know. Again, I'm stupid. All right. You know what else I love about John? Is that he has funny friends that he does things with. 
Like, he's got Nick Kroll, and they did Big Mouth, which I didn't super get into, but I know that it was, like, a it was a big thing. Sure. And then he has Pete. He's got Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Stefan. <laughs> the funniest thing to ever hit SNL. Stefan. It is very good. Fight me. It's very good. But I want to talk about Pete for a second. Great. Because I think that Pete Davidson, while very funny, his is all circumstantial because, like, he could be funny on his own, but he just goes up on stage and just, like, so you know what happened to me? And just, like, tells stories about his life. And it's just, like, he's a normal guy. He's just a dude. Just telling stories. Just telling stories. And he's just been... He's like situationally funny because of the things that he's gone through. And he's just like, yeah, no, I'll tell this story and it'll be great. But oh, you know what else I think? I Mm. think that Pete Davidson and Jimmy Fallon are the same person in different decades. Jimmy Fallon's also just a guy. He's funny, but he just went up and just talked about his life and did funny things. And then like... Pete, it's the year of Pete. So I don't know what it is. It's Dayton Kim. <laughs> yeah, and he married Ariana Grande. And they did not get married. They got engaged. Okay, okay. So I wasn't that far off base. No, but they, okay. they did not actually seal the deal. They just like got engaged and then they broke it off. Um, got matching tattoos, covered them up. Really? Yeah. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't follow them tabloids. Oh, I love pointless drama different episode yeah i was gonna go on that tangent i just i think that they're the same person just in different times in their life Hmm. because there was like there was a year or two years where jimmy fallon like he dated so many popular like beautiful women in like hollywood and like now pete's doing it and didn't know that yeah. Also, young Jimmy Fallon, very attractive. He was in Band of Brothers. He was great. For one scene. <laughs> so during the pandemic, Lex and I watched Band of Brothers. She's seen it before. I had not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm pointing out all the celebrity lookalikes. Granted, Donnie Wahlberg looks like his brother. Sure. So like, yeah, sure. Like that happens. But it's like, I made the comment that every, like they... The casting director was like, let's get people who look like other people that people know. Mm-hmm. And so then up comes running and like Ross is in it. And so it was like, hey, look, it's Ross. And so all this shit. Um, Ross meaning David Schwimmer? Yeah, David Schwimmer. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and so then up comes running this kid. I'm like, hey, look, it's Jimmy Fallon. And we're like, wait a second. It's Jimmy fucking Fallon. And we had to look it up because he, he's young and like in... In this uniform, it's like, that's not what Jimmy Fallon looks like. No. Um, it was very funny. Yeah. Um, trust me, because I had to tell you that it was funny. I figured out that I do this thing where sometimes somebody will tell me a story or a situation, and they'll be like, oh, this really funny thing happened. And then they'll tell me the whole thing, and I go, oh, oh that's, that's funny. funny. But I don't laugh, and I'm like, I want you to believe me. Oh, I'm a bitch. <laughs> because... I I don't I feel bad whenever I do it and I never realize until later and I'm just like I really didn't tell them how funny that was but like it wasn't laugh out loud funny because I wasn't there but I just go wow funny (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like that's not convincing at all 
And then I'm the bitch. What do you mean, and then? You're right. Then I'm the asshole. There you go. I'm always a bitch. Any last topic you want to jump in here with this whole comedy comedian situation? I don't think so. Do you have anybody else that you want to touch on? Like, do you need to talk about, like, Andy Samberg? For some reason, I just felt like you you would want to talk about him for a minute. To me, I always want to talk about Andy Samberg. I'm so down to talk about Andy whenever. Well, we can do that at a later date. Yeah, that's fine. We can talk about comedians that tickle our fancy. Sure. Right. I've gone through so many of them today. Yes. But we can get into like more detail on things. Sure. Um, Andy Samberg is definitely one of mine. But yeah, I don't think I want to get into anyone specifically right now, especially towards the end of this episode. I think right now would be a really good time to test our abilities at being funny mm-hmm. and being improvisational. I've already given my credentials on how I'm a funny improv guy. Mm-hmm. Sure have. Proven it right now. I wish now. I was sober right now. Um, <laughs> I forgot. Every episode. That's our bear, is you saying I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I said something else was our bear last another it's episode. It's almost Nicole ago, but I forgot he's our real bear. <laughs> it <laughs> truly is. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to play a little game I like to call Don't Get Me Started. Love it. So how it's going to work is, Timmy, you're going to give me a topic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I've got to go the fuck off about it. Yeah. It, I can go on conspiracy theory. It it doesn't matter. Great. How I talk about it. Uh-huh. But I need to talk about it nonstop. I need to rant the fuck about it. Yeah. I think I'm ready. Are you? Are you no. prepared? I have a topic for you. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Paper boys. Paper boys? Paper boys. Oh my god, don't even get me started about paper boys. They're out on the street saying extra, extra. They're they're over there saying that we printed the newspaper. We're gonna print the newspaper tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? But in the meantime, in between, I got more. I know you can't learn about it tomorrow in tomorrow's print, even though it's gonna be on the headline tomorrow anyway. Mm-hmm. I need you to hear extra today. Give me more money, pay me twice as much. For what you're going to learn about tomorrow. And don't even get me started about their hats. What's about, What's up with a newsboy's hat? Just like have, like they, they don't make sense. They don't block their face from the sun. There's no purpose. There's not enough space there to like cover a bad haircut or a bad hair day. And so they really, they make no sense. So they're over there charging me extra is what that extra really means. Just extra, extra. And I'm over here saying, just get a new fucking hat. I'll pay you extra <laughs> to get a new goddamn hat. Don't even get me started on extra. I always fucking love guacamole. But for some reason, <laughs> every place I go to, they're like, you know that guac is extra. And I'm like, of course I fucking know that guac is extra. But like, why do I have to shell out the extra coin for guac? Guac should be free. Guac should be a right. This is America, right? So, like, we should really be able to fully enjoy guacamole at no extra cost. And aside from that, too, you know what also is extra? Queso. I will put my foot down here. They always give out salsa for free. You sit down and they're just like, chips and salsa, here you go. And that's wonderful. But queso? Cheese. I want to talk about my love of cheese. It shouldn't cost as much as it should. It really costs too much. And I'm not here for it. 
I think that as Americans, we should be able to just love cheese. You know, I hear you about the cheese. I hear you. And I want to give you a platform to talk about that. But I want to back up about the fucking guacamole. Did you know that avocados are not strictly vegan? Excuse me? They're not strictly vegan. You know why they're not strictly vegan? Oh, don't even get me started about avocados. Because you know what? They have to ship in bees to pollinate avocados. And so they actually like harm creatures to do this. And like bees die in the transport. And I love bees. I'm all about bees. I want to have bees in the future. Lexi wants to have an ass. And by that, I mean a donkey. um, Because she's got a great ass. You go, girl. She wants to have a donkey. And the deal is she can have one whenever I can have bees. And we'll have the land. It'll be far away from the house. It'll be fine. by. I want my bees. Okay. I want to have honey homemade at home not homemade someone else's home at my home but they can't do that if the avocados that go in guac keep taking the bees away from me you know what i'm saying i do and don't even get me started on bees because you know that bees they obviously that's where you get the good honey and it's good when it's local but you know what's even better than just honey by itself, mead. Let's talk about honey wine. Because here's the thing, I'm a sweet wine girl. I love sweet wine. And if I can get drunk and enjoy myself off of some sweet ass wine made from honey, yes, please and thank you. I would like to only drink mead forever and ever and ever. And also speaking of honey, I like to be called honey. I think it's a cute name. My grandma and grandpa called each other honey, and it's real sweet. Speaking of sweet, let's get back to honey. I think that it's adorable, and I also just save the bees. Plant more flowers, clean the seas, save the bees, plant more trees. And I think that, one, I'm so excited that you're looking so impressed with my rhymes. Um, but I think that it is, it's important to care about nature around us. Timmy, don't even get me started about how impressed I am at that. That was a great time. Wow. Um, I didn't think it was going to go that well. I've never <laughs> played that game before. Um, damn. I can fully rant about anything. That was a good time. I've got a good partner here. Um, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Good time. Timmy, do you have any anything to plug? So I think that's going to be... Wrapping things up. Yeah. I, my only plug, I think, is enjoy comedy. Laugh. Find some people that you like and just get friends together. Watch specials. We used to always get together and watch the new John Mulaney special that came out. And we, like, made a day of it. And I think that that's really cute. So you should do that with your friends. Be cute. Be cute. Um, Speaking of bees. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started about bees. I love bees. I'll pet bees while they're eating, while they're getting their nectar. Um, yeah, Morgan, um, her mom is allergic to bees. Mm. So she was raised to be afraid of bees. And like her mom being like really allergic to bees has gotten her stung multiple times. Mm. And so at one point we're just like sitting on her porch and there are bees over eating, like, like getting, getting nectar. So I walk on over and I'm like, yeah, they're nice to pet. And she's like, haha, very funny. And I just start petting a bee. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I just, I love these guys. I love when people get pictures of bees when they've fallen asleep inside flowers. Oh my God. Bees are amazing. They're so cute. Lexi hates bees. And the, the, the thing I said about the ass and the bees, <laughs> all true. Um, I didn't think you were bullshitting. Yeah, no, but she hates bees. Oh, well. So that's for me. 
Sorry. And um, do you have anything that you need to plug? Oh yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I'm doing, Timmy. Because Lexi will send me videos. The point of the story: Lexi will send me videos. There's this girl in Texas that saves bees. Mm-hmm. Like she'll get she'll get calls about bees that are like in an area. Yeah, they're great. I love them. So she'll send them to me, even though she hates them. Some of those people are crazy though. Yeah, like you ever seen ladies scoop bees out of places? That makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, she I can tell that they're docile. It's great. I mean, I'm sure, but also it just still it makes me uncomfy. Um, also, Tig Notaro and James Acaster love those two. Tig is female comedian who is dry as hell. If you like dry comedy, oh my god, go for it. I she does not laugh at her own jokes as everyone else is dying. <laughs> and it's amazing. And then James Acaster has a special on Netflix that like it's four episodes, it's a great time. Um Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. All right. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Timarianne Landon. You can find me Instagram Twitter at double L height, and you can follow the podcast at gentle bully pod at nope <laughs> at gentle bully pod or you can email us questions thoughts ideas um yeah whatever whatever you fancy at gentle bully pod at gmail.com all right have a wonderful week we love you make good choices okay love you bye bye bitch He has a special. <laughs> I should wait a second. <laughs> I just let it. Yeah, I feel like you that's tough. When I, I have to find them, it's you, tough. You find the cut, bitch. <laughs> I cut you, bitch. <laughs>